everybody. Welcome to That's Life, the show where we are sopping wet and hoping that the weather changes here in New York. It's just been that kind of a dreary, dreary week. Good morning, folks, and thanks for listening. I'm Miriam L. Wallach, blogger, writer, general manager here at the Nachum Siegel Network. You can find me here after Allison and right before Nachum's live lunch, as I hope to bring you a little entertainment and a little relief that the life you are leading is not nearly as wacky as mine. Coming to you from the home of the Nachum Siegel Network, on the beautiful Lower East Side, I am joined by Danny behind the board today. Boker Tov to Danny. Boker Tov to Avrami as well. He's around here somewhere, but uh, we're giving Danny some time behind the board. If you're a new listener to the show, thank you for taking a break from your day to tune in. If you're a returning listener, thanks as always for making us part of your day. Also, follow us on Twitter, Nahum Siegel Net, all one word, Miriam L. Wallach, all one word as well. Folks, it has been an exhausting week. I must be completely honest. It's been an exhausting week, and I'm surprised I made it past Monday. Shout out to our friends at Gourmet Glot in Borough Park, and of course, my friends at the Cedarhurst store as well. It was a bright and early morning this morning as we took over their Brooklyn store. We were joined by Yoni Z and Shia Menlowitz and a crowd of other visitors, visitors, I should say. <laughs> my thanks to, Z- to Danny, to ZK, to Nachum, and to everyone who made this morning's show possible. It was really fantastic, and uh, I ate too much, let's be honest. I can... I can say that honestly, because if anybody was listening to my show last week, you know I ate too much last week. Kava Homer, I ate more this morning when it was being prepared right before our eyes. Shout out to everyone as well who joined us yesterday at the Winning Edge 2014 Executive Business Conference. It was hosted by Bottom Line Marketing Group, and the conference was held at the Doubletree Hotel in Fort Lee, New Jersey. We had a strong crowd of attendees. And to the women, to the women who joined us for the women's track, it was a pleasure to meet all of you. I thank you for speaking, spending the day with us. I hope you were entertained. I hope I was entertaining as I was billed to be. That's a lot of pressure, Danny. I got to be honest. I'm not a person who can be deliberately funny. I'm accidentally funny. Like, I don't understand how writers, like, like you know, sitcom writers, I don't know how they sit in a room and write jokes. I have no idea if I would be able to ever determine whether a joke on paper is funny. I am legitimately accidentally funny. My thanks to everyone. We are going back in the week. My thanks to everyone at Manhattan Day School who made recording this week's stunt show so easy and so much fun. My thanks to Rabbi Besser and to Mrs. Melzer and the entire team at MDS. We had a great time there. And uh, we had recorded the Manischewitz Hanukkah House contest, which will air today at 1 p.m. Do not miss that. It is not only a stunt in and of itself that the Hanukkah houses were assembled and decorated both by a student teamed with a pastry chef from the CKCA. But it's a stunt in and of itself that Nachum and I hosted this show together because we are not on or in the stunt show lineup. So I guess there were stunts all around. You don't want to miss that episode. The stunt show is today at 1 p.m. And if you don't want to just listen and you want to watch, because I have to tell you, you got to see what they did. It's unbelievable what they did. As we had announced, we we pre-recorded that show on Tuesday. So you should definitely be checking out the show itself. The video is available at 1 p.m. today on NahumSiegel.com. It was a lot, a lot of fun, and um, I'm not looking forward to seeing myself on video. That's that's never fun. My thanks also to our partners at Manischewitz and at Michael's. People at Michael's gener- generously provided all of the gifts for today's participants, so that was great. And you know what, Danny? I also got a Hanukkah house to take home and assemble with my kids. Knowing my family, we will break the cookies into tiny little pieces, eat them by dipping them in the icing that it came with, and not assemble the house at all, which is not the purpose of the kit, but nevertheless, what we like to do. And a special shout-out to Jesse Blonder, our friends at the CKCA, the Center for Kosher Culinary Arts 
in Brooklyn. His pastry chefs were amazing to deal with and to work with. And we will be talking to Jesse, please God, towards the middle of the show. It is National Hand Washing Week, Danny. Yeah, I'm only... Yeah, <laughs> I'm giving Danny a shout out here, not because he has a problem with washing his hands, but frankly, he has a people problem with people who don't. And um, it seems that the people who don't wash their hands are, well, in Danny's Dalit Amos more often than not. So a shout out to the Purell and Hand Washers of America, and Danny supports you. It is also International Mountain Day. No clue what that has to do with, and it's also UNICEF's birthday. Not sure we want to celebrate any UN programming these days or programs these days, but it was worth mentioning. Most importantly, as uh, I had told Nahum during the recording of the stunt show, tomorrow is Gingerbread House Day, which is so fortuitous because as we have mentioned, the Manischewitz Hanukkah House stunt show competition, again, will air today at 1 p.m. That is just, um, yeah, it's in, it's in less than, it's, uh, it's around the corner, right after the live lunch. By one o'clock, you'll be able to listen to the show. Our first guest, am I right that our first guest is already on? Is already there? Oh my yeah. God! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good morning, folks. Because you know what? That's Coach Jazz. Coach Jazz. Jazz is here. Coach Jazz is in the house. Coach Jazz is the leading coach for <laughs> Team Yachad, and um, Coach Jazz and I haven't spoken in a. About two years, honey. How are you? I know. It's so good to hear your voice. I'm so happy to hear you. Yeah, not everybody says that, by the way, that it's great to hear my voice. But I'm happy that that's the way you feel. You know, it's, um, I'm sure in the last two years, how many marathons have you run? How many of this have you run? What do you oh, my do? gosh. Well, a bunch of half marathons. I haven't done any marathons, but because I was waiting for 2015 to do, like, I'll probably do, like, two full 26.2. Okay, you know you can drive that distance, right? I know, just get in a I know, car. but it's just not as much fun. Uh, listen, I, I, this is my, <laughs> you are preaching to the choir, that is for sure. And, but I, I don't get the 26-mile thing. Like, I think 13 miles is just, you know, it's far enough. I'd be the person, I'd be the person, Jazz, you know it, I'd be the person who signs up for the full marathon and about 19 miles looks around and go, yeah, I'm good, and just leaves. Yeah, like, I'm good. <laughs> is there a like, cab? You'll see, like, the uh, turn off for the half marathon. Right. And go, I, I've made a game time decision. Yeah, exactly. I'm going with the half. Exactly. GTD, game time decision. But I, I love it. I know. The, the, the 26 mile thing, like every time I see somebody with a bumper sticker or a magnet that says 26 to, I'm like, dude, settle down. You can just drive that down. distance. And, right. And we can't forget the point, too. Right. So that point, too, believe it or not, that's when you're like, really? Right. Well, Am I, I done yet? Well, that's the way I feel about that point one after the 13th. I'm telling Absolutely. you, that one-tenth of a mile is a killer. It is the No, lo- <laughs> it totally is. You're like, wait a minute. Okay, wait. I'm a- and then you see all the signs. Eight, 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 800 meters. Yeah. 400 meters. You know, by 200. the way, when you <laughs> see, when, it's when you see people who have fallen down within that one-tenth of a mile who are, like, being yeah. treated by the medics that you're yeah. like, oh, no, yeah. I'll put you on my back, buddy. I'll take you across that finish line. I'm yeah. strong. I got it. <laughs> I, we we actually one of the teams I was coaching. I actually had someone who she didn't hydrate well and basically fainted, and we took her shoe and crossed it. You we what? Took her shoe, we took her sneaker off and just took oh, it across the finish line. That is so cool. Because <laughs> you know she got like like literally right there. 
Oh you my know, gosh. she yeah. deserves a medal. Come on. Oh, for sure. She deserves a medal. She deserves and then a medal. Some. That is unbelievable. So <laughs> this is your sixth year coaching Team Yachad. Am I right? It's going on to seventh now. This is our seventh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my yeah. Word. Yeah. I did the first one in 2009 with 30 people. And now here we are. You know, seventh event for sixth year, and if you can believe it, we're over two hundred participants. Really? So then, no one will notice if I sit out this one on the side after raising the money and just watch everyone else go by. I will. I will know. <laughs> I want you to know. I will know. I'm running with my daughter, and I and I do mean that loosely because she is um, taking the scenic route that will be done by walking. And nice. Yeah, it's it's great. It's totally it's totally fine. I couldn't care less if she runs or not. But I have tried to explain to her, and this is something I want to get across right now, that yeah. even if you're even if you are walking and you are not running, you still have to train. Thirteen Absolutely. miles is far, even walking. Yes, just so that your body gets used to. Right. The, the biggest thing I always say, you just want time on your feet. Yep. Just so that it's not really painful after. Right. It's a big difference. Even if you're walking, it's a big difference for people that go out and at least get in one to two days of just of getting like walking long, you know, where you just have time on your feet and your body is used to it as opposed to having it be like game day. Right. And you're like, okay, let me do it now. And then you're kind of sore for a couple of days. You know what part of the problem is, is that she's had, yeah. she has friends who have run before with Yachad. And, oh, don't worry, you can do it at the last second. Oh, don't worry, you know, you can wake up that morning and just start running. Oh, and I'm like, no, yeah. no, you can't. Yeah. No, you really, we shouldn't. So some of them have, it's not the best way to do it. Because if you ask them how they felt after, you know, right. it's not, it's not, it's way better to know that you're going into it with at least, at least, I wish all these guys would at least have five to six miles under their belt. In the perfect world, I would want more, but just with these guys, I wish that they could just go out there and just, you know, get get enough miles under your belt where you get out there and you feel good and you're ready. Well, you now, know? we have, I'm sure from this conversation, we will be inspiring many people to run. So here's the question. Here's the question, Jazz. Yeah. If we're about six weeks out from game day, is it yeah. too late for somebody who has never laced up to run a half? Um, I wouldn't, okay, there, there will be stipulations. Okay. If you've never done something like this before, if you have exactly six weeks, you can do it, but you have to be committed to you it. You should be committed, you know like saying? to an insane asylum. You have to yeah. be committed, which means if you're going out today, if you're not a runner, let's say you're a walker, and I want to start with, you know what, I'm going to run for 30 seconds and I'm going to walk for a minute. Let me go out and try that and see how long I could be on my feet. Right. But when I say you're committed, you're committed, um, meaning that you're going to be on, out there for at least, you're going to run at least four times a week, mm. and you're going to strength train at least one to two times a week. Okay, so when you mean, you know? well, uh, listen, I hear you, and I've been working on, I've been working on this for a while, and my goal for this half yes. it, it was to best my own best. And my best time for a half is 2.16.57, and I am very much looking on increasing my speed, and I actually did 10 miles the other day at, in around, in less than 95 minutes, a little short. Nice. Yeah, nice. yeah I'm, I'm, I was good with that, and I felt good, and like the recovery was good, and I didn't need more than three Advil, so I thought that was a plus. 
you know that you know that success is determined by how many Advil you have to take after oh a workout. My yeah, am I right? But but the truth of the matter is is that this is something I've been planning a while because even though I go to the gym all the time and yeah. I and I work with a trainer, it's not the same as the kind of no, toll no, that you it's take. It's cardiovascular and building your endurance, and that's why time on your feet is important. And that's when I say if somebody wants to join or get involved and sign up or do something like, yeah, you can do it, but, you know, besides of the amazing cost, you want to be committed to really train, not say that, like, I want to do this, I can do it, and then not go out for a run until one week before. And you know what? A lot of the guys who do stuff like that are young, like like the 15, 16, 17-year-olds, you know? Definitely for anyone that's, like, past their 20s, there's no way, you know, like you need to really commit to the program. Jazz, you need I'm, to commit to getting out there. I'm, I'm past my 20s. I got to be honest. I've, oh, my God. Yeah. Um, barely, barely, <laughs> barely. <laughs> yeah, you're a sweetheart. So let's talk right now about the weather and about the difference between training outside and inside. Because if you've already committed to Team Yachad, which we hope you yeah. have, and TeamYachad.com is where you can go to the website, sponsor runner, sponsor yours truly. I'm running with Team Wallach, which is what my daughter and I have dubbed ourselves. I'm not Love sure that. it's the most creative part, but we're going with it. And um, and we're looking forward. But let's talk right now about training, running versus inside versus outside in this weather. Okay. Um, so, basically... You want to try to get your long runs in um, when you can outdoors. And it's just a rule of specificity, right? Okay. Your race is outdoors. You want to train outdoors. Now, there are times when you can't. Like if you have to schedule running today, you preferably don't want to run in the nor'easter. So you bring it indoors and you do it on the treadmill. What I would suggest for anyone running on the treadmill is if you go online, and you can actually pull up, um, there's um, a, a calculator for um, the uh, treadmill okay. that will basically tell you, you know what, if I want to do six miles, what my speed should be and also what my incline should be. Because if you're running on a, on a treadmill, you should never be at zero. You at least need to be at a one incline. Why? Because the way that it is with, with like, the way you listen to, you're like, why? Why? Right. Why? 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 It just just doesn't translate to you doing outdoor running. Because that's why so many people are going to tell you. I actually went to Chicago for Yachad on Sunday, and I met with someone, and she was saying that she had been running on the treadmill, and then she went outside, and it was different. And I'm like, yeah, because you need that incline when you're running on the treadmill. You know? You Mm. need to have a little more resistance. Because when you go outside, there's nothing going for you. It's all your effort, you know, and it takes a little more. So that's why you you, you definitely um, need to, yeah, put it, up, put it on an incline, Miriam. Well, that's, yeah, that's upsetting. Now that kills my time of my 10 miles, i got to be honest. That... <laughs> <laughs> now I have to now I have to rerun those 10 miles. All right. Well, we have like a second left, but I just noticed something that I honestly had not picked up on before when I went to the Team Yachad coaches page on the Team Yachad website. You guys have five coaches this year? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, our whole thing is we want to be able to really, get, you know, have the support and stuff, you know, um, on the team. Because, you know, once we go out there – if, I don't know if, if you remember, all the coaches are set up, right? You know, on like certain 
um, my mom walkers who were able to be there to see everyone. Right. So a fifth coach is kind of optional right now. We have someone in mind, and we're seeing how it all plays out, you know? We're seeing it, like, five games, you know, like a week or two before what our number is. If we really – yeah, we are growing. Oh we're growing. Gosh. It's unreal. It's really incredible. The fact that there are 200 runners is unbelievable. The fact that, Coach Jazz, you're going on your seventh season with oh, Yaga. Oh, my God, my seventh season Bring with it. this. Bring it. Okay? That's unbelievable. It's really – it's incredible. And I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't think of anywhere else that I would want to be. That's like, nice. Um, for the Miami, you know what I mean? It's like, you know, Yaka's like my extended family. I love it. I love the program. I love what it stands for. Well, I can't and, wait to spend Shabbos with you in Florida. Oh, my God. I can't either. I look forward to Shabbos so much. <laughs> Don't we all? Co- <laughs> Coach Jazz, you are amazing as always. I look forward to seeing you. I can't believe it. It's next month. You are, I can't wait to see you next month. Yeah, not normal. Team Yaka, everybody. TeamYaka.com. Please go to TeamYaka.com. Sponsor a runner. Sponsor this runner. And support all of Yachad programming. Coach Jazz, stay dry. Yes, I will. I will. And it's not too late to sign up. You can sign up. Yeah, it is not, says Jazz. It's not too late to sign up. Thanks, honey. I'll talk to you soon. Okay. You're listening to That's Life here at the Nachum Siegel Network. Jesse Blonder is the managing director, co-founder, and owner of the Center for Kosher Culinary Arts. And he was our, how shall I say, mastermind behind the pastry chefs who joined us for the Hanukkah stunt, and he joins us on the phone today. Hello, Jesse. Hey, Miriam. How you doing? I really, I have to thank you, and as big of an audience, or in front of as big of an audience as I can, I really need <laughs> thank to thank you. you, not only for your partnership in this, and your, God bless, your easygoing nature, <laughs> but <laughs> but more than that, I mean, your, your level of professionalism and the professionals that you sent us were really exemplary. So I want to thank you for partnering with us both on this and on other things that we've done together. And, Always uh, a pleasure. It's, it's just Always a lot a of fun. Listen, juice and food, it's not a bad combination, right? It never is. And you guys managed to come up with some very twisted, fun, creative, interesting ways to combine the two. Yeah, it's because we don't um, sleep. Yeah. Because <laughs> you don't sleep. Well, whatever it takes. Exactly. Keep on doing it. Exactly. So I'm actually on the CKCA website right now, which is kosherculinaryarts.com, cool. because I wanted okay. to look through a bunch of different things. And, and while I want to just peripherally mention that the that the pastry chefs that came to join us were trained through CKCA and that kind of pastry chef training is a is a course of study through the through the um th- through the CKCA but that That's right. but in addition for the novice chef or the novice pastry chef or the person who just wants to play with icing there are so many things to do at the CKCA there are Yes, the professional training, that is our, no pun intended, bread and butter. We do culinary arts and pastry arts. But we also have an entire uh, division of what we call recreational programming, and we also do private classes and events. So we do everything for, from classes for couples to classes on you know, how to cook the perfect steak, how to decorate a cake, um, how to make rack of lamb, you name it. And we're always coming up with new exciting uh, topics for our classes. And we have a lot of great chefs, both chefs who are staff members here at the school and also people who come uh, as guest chefs or guest instructors. Who's a guest guest instructor that has come recently? 
Uh, somebody, I w- somebody I would have heard of? Putting me on the spot. Um, well, we've, we've got a few lined up for this coming season. I don't want to say yet who, but we've got a couple of cookbook authors that we're nice. uh, speaking with and people who are moving and shaking here in the kosher food business. Very cool. So basically, we are not going to name these chefs, but they, okay. plus a second-round draft pick to be named later, are going to be announced <laughs> soon by the CKCA. There you go. Excellent. Uh, let's talk about the Hanukkah classics. On the right-hand side of the page, as I'm looking now, it sounds yeah. like there is a, there. I mean, those are those are pretty good-looking jelly donuts on the right side of the page, Jesse. Oh, yeah. So oh, yeah. talk to me about that Hanukkah-related class or other Hanukkah-related class that are available. Okay, so the Hanukkah Classics, taught by one of our regular instructors, her name is Lynn Kuttner. She's one of the best bakers, really, out there. She does she does everything. She does all kinds of baking, but she's really great at some of the classics. She's got great she's got a great recipe for sufganyot, which we do in the class. We also do several different types of latkes, and we also do something that a lot of people haven't heard of. It is a Jewish specialty. It's a Tunisian Jewish specialty. It's called brik. And it's made from a very, very, very fine, thin pastry dough that you fill with all kinds of goodies. Like, for example, uh, you fill it with a raw egg, and then you fold it over and you fry it, and it becomes this uh, super crispy, wow. super, super savory, um, like little envelope of goodness. <laughs> and you, you bite into it, and the egg yolk comes, you know, gushing out. It's, it's incredible, and you really—I I haven't seen it anywhere else. The only reason I know about it is because Lynn, uh, she spends her summers in France, and she has a lot of wow. Jewish friends who are from all different countries around the world, and she's got some Tunisian Jewish friends who introduced her to it. And so, since it's a fried item, we decided to work it into the class. It's a real treat. That's Something amazing. You can't get anywhere else. That's amazing. Yeah. You know, Nahum and I are fans of anything egg-related. Okay. You put well, a like this. you put a poached egg or a fried egg on top of a burger or. Frankly, these days, you put it on, I mean, I've been putting it, batting down the hatches to our listeners, I've been putting it on top of a salad. Nothing wrong with that. Not at all. I literally took a bed of arugula this week. I put a little bit of olive oil, salt and pepper, and then a fried egg on top. And I was happy. I did not need the dressing. (laughs) I had my protein. I mean, that's a good meal. Well, the egg is the perfect food. Egg is the perfect food designed by Mother Nature to be the perfect food. Yeah, Mother Nature was thinking was thinking straight that day, that's for sure. You know, Jesse, it's yeah. funny. I don't know that we've ever shared the story of how you stumbled into this job before. I, and and it's, uh, it's really a great story, and I, I, I regret that we haven't shared it, but I would love if you would share it now. How I came to do this, what, yeah. we, what I'm doing now? Yeah, because, you know, frankly, people find old couches on Craigslist. They don't necessarily <laughs> find employment. I've I have found many things that uh, you'd be surprised. I mean, things that I've purchased that have have been you know uh, very dear to me. But also, yes, I found this career path on Craigslist. I was working as a chef and at another culinary school in New York uh, through the New School, and I was looking for work as a chef. I was looking for my next opportunity in the food business. Craigslist is really one of the places that cooks and chefs look for work. Really? So I, I happened to be looking through the the, uh, the listings, and there was something that popped out that said, uh, said, what did it say? It said something like, kosher cooking school looking for directors, that, which is, you know, that's exactly what you think it would say, <laughs> but that's what it said. And I'm, you know, I'm from Brooklyn, and I had cooking school experience, and I'm like, I've never heard of a kosher cooking school. 
So I, I clicked through on it, and what it was, you know, my current partners, they own Happy Home Housewares in Brooklyn, New York, which is underneath from us, and they had a space upstairs where they were offering classes um, on, a, on a part-time basis. They wanted to expand it. And so I made the phone call, and it's just, you know, it's, it's the funniest thing. It's one of those moments where you look at things, you know, like let's say you're browsing for a couch, like you said. You're looking at couches, and you look at a picture of a couch, and you say, that looks nice. And then maybe you say, that looks okay, but uh, next one. And right. it literally, it was one of those moments where I could have just said, what is this? This doesn't sound like anything I'm interested in. Or this, this sounds interesting, but what's next? And literally, if I just, if, if I just would have clicked Unreal. out of it onto the next listing, we would not be having this conversation right now, I assure you. It's incredible. You know, so much about life <laughs> is about timing. It really is. So much about life is about yeah. timing. So with a couple minutes left to the show, what are the yeah. top, top three things that, a, that, a, that somebody can give to somebody else? What top three, I would say, yeah. courses or, or opportunities or, you know, date well, night or whatever it is that somebody could give to somebody else as a Hanukkah gift? Well, I would sum it up with two words. We have gift certificates. Nice. You can buy a gift certificate for a class in any denomination, and they can spend it on any class. Technically, they expire after a year, but between you and me and your listeners, they really don't expire. Okay, it's our, it's our secret. Them. So you can buy one for $80, which is good for most of our single-session recreational classes. You can buy one for 180 which would cover our very, very popular, almost always sold-out date night series. Right. So much fun. Um, or you can buy one for 95 which would cover our meat-focused classes like steak night and rack of lamb and those types of things. You can even buy a five-class series if you want to give someone a real treat, and that would be, I believe, four fifty. Wow. Lots of opportunities. So, when is Butcher Night? Yeah. When is Butcher Night? Yeah, oh, you know, yeah. I don't know what that's, it's really that's called. your family favorite, right? <laughs> you and your husband and your daughter, you've, always, you're, yeah. you've all come to steak night. Yeah, you put an animal on the thing, and you take out the stuff, and you just, whatever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so when is Butcher Night? <laughs> so that the next one is, should be coming up in February. Oh, we just it's... had one not too long ago. We try to offer that at least, you know, half a dozen times a year. Does it's it su- always sold out. Does it surprise you? Last question. Does it surprise you how yeah. often it sells out? Of course not. I mean, <laughs> everyone likes a good everyone likes a good piece of meat. You know, we always try new classes and new ideas, but there's just certain things you can hang your hat on, and one of them is steak night, the other is date night. So. Those are both great, great options. <laughs> KosherCulinaryArts.com is where you can learn more about the center and also purchase your gift certificates and sign up for go. different classes. Jesse, as always, yes. a pleasure. I thank you again thank you. for partnering with us, and I look forward to My our pleasure. next project because don't worry, I'm already thinking about the next one. Yeah, I'll be here. Thanks, <laughs> Fantastic. You're Take listening. Care. You too. You're listening to That's Live here at the Nahum Siegel Network. And thank you for making us part of your day. Let me go through today's lineup so that you know what not to miss for the rest of the day and what is coming up next. If you can hear that in the background, that is Light. There we go. That is Light by Abram Fried. It's a little bit play on Hanukkah and also because one of the kids in my house just keeps asking for me to play it on repeat all the time. So this is the way I'm getting out of it. Right after That's Life, the live lunch is hosted by Nachum. That's from 11 to 1. And then at 1 p.m., as we keep talking about the stunt show, Manischewitz Hanukkah House Competition, hosted by Nachum. And yours truly don't miss it. Those kids are super cute. The chefs were talented. You're not going to believe what they made. Then spin class with Michael Fragan tonight at 6 p.m. 
always an entertaining show. Lot to go, lot to talk about, I should say. Join Nachum tomorrow morning from 6 to 9 as they host JM in the AM live here on the stream. NachumSiegel.com, 91.1. Don't miss the weekly update with Malcolm at 7.40. And, of course, table for two tomorrow, more, tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. with Naomi of Rummy host Saturday Night Seagull this Saturday night from starting from about 10 p.m. And Sunday morning, it's JM Sunday from 7 to 9 with Matis. Again, this is Avram Fried's Light. Looking forward to a beautiful, beautiful Hanukkah, everybody. That's life. Bye, guys. A little bit of light, a little bit of light. Doyche, doyche, har bechoyche. Meat, oir meat, oir. Doyche, 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 har bechoyche. Oh, a little bit of light, a little light. Doyche, doyche, har bechoyche. A little bit of light, just a little bit of light. Doyche, doyche. No, 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 that won't do Let in the light just a little bit And you'll see the darkness go No, no, darkness you don't chase away